0: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Daily Info's Oxcast. Time of recording, it's Wednesday the 3rd of August and we have plenty of festivals and music to talk about today, also some cinema events not in cinemas from Dave and the exciting advent of the Olympics from Mike. Many other things included. One of the things we love to do at Daily Info and indeed a great way for anyone to get to know Oxford is exploring via punt. So it's really lesson one in how to Oxford is uh, learning about punting. And recently, Katie was interviewing Nick from and Bridge House. He's been there pretty much forever. He knows his stuff. Um, and where better to conduct the interview than on the River Cherwell itself?
1: Hello, Nick. Good morning to you. How long have you worked at the boat house? <laughs> I used to do this... As a 14-year-old schoolboy. Gosh. <laughs> I'm not going to say how many years ago that was, but it was a long time ago. I'll give you a clue. We had a very, very hot summer that year, <laughs> and it was in the 1970s. Uh, do you have any suggestions for good punting techniques? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I can tell you all the wrong things that people do. Where most people go wrong is trying to push in a straight line. And that's remedied by ensuring that the pole is placed at the side of them, touching the side of the punt, mm-hmm. let the pole slip through your fingers till it hits the, the riverbed, and then push, walking your hands along the whole length of the pole so you get maximum effort from every push. What most people do, even with the verbal instruction, is they'll put the pole Ooh, maybe six inches away from the boat. So when they push, they're pushing across their body Mm -hmm. and keep pushing to the right if they're right-handed and left-handed.
2: What would you recommend doing
1: when your stick is stuck in the mud? (laughs) Okay, the best thing to do is to twist the pole as you try to retrieve it. Mm -hmm. Failing that, let go. Because Mm. if you don't, the momentum of the pump will actually pull you off the back. Gosh. And I've seen that many, many times. (laughs) I think the funniest thing I ever saw was a chap who actually hadn't got his pole stuck, but he, he fell off the side of the punt into a passing punt and stayed dry. I've never seen that once.
3: Hopefully that's whetted your appetite for shallow, achingly slow waterborne travel. <laughs> so we encourage you to go out, rent a punt, and do battle with the hordes of hapless tourists on the river. To get you going, here are a few suggestions taken from Daily Info's comprehensive guide to punting which you can find on our website at dailyinfo.co.uk forward slash guide forward slash punting. It's got advice on technique, info on where you can hire from, how to stay dry and so on. So starting with technique, as Jerome K. Jerome of Three Men in a Boat fame once said, punting is not as easy as it looks. As in rowing, you soon learn how to get along and handle the craft, but it takes practice before you can do this with dignity and without getting water all up your sleeve. The Daily Info Guide also has some advice on activities on how to spice up your punting. Uncontested activity number one is to take a picnic. We recommend plastic glasses, pims, sandwiches, and crisps. Alternatively, do as London Magazine recommended in 1828. Its (laughs) advice was that it will give a particular relish to success if you be successful and wonderfully dull the edge of disappointment if the contrary be your fate, which all good spirits avert. If you never take punt, for we recommend that as the easiest mode of exercise, without stowing therein a sufficient basket of ham, tongue, veal pie, Stilton cheese, bottled ale and porter, port, sherry, moselle, claret, brandy and cigars. Another one for the drunk or athletic, or both, is bridge hopping, which works like this. As the punt approaches the bridge, you stand on deck and pull yourself onto the bridge. Then race over to the other side as quickly as possible and jump back onto the punt as it emerges from the other side of the bridge and before it races away at top speed of two miles per hour. It's like an extreme sport version of poo sticks. <laughs> Where well, you yourself on
0: the stick. In theory, this works very well. Just and,
3: make sure there's someone to catch you.
0: Um, yeah, in, in practice, if you're in control of the, of the punt and then decide to run the bridge and leave someone unskilled like myself in charge, the unskilled person may drop the ball and uh, cause the vessel to spin around while while leaving someone, say Mike, uh, dangling off the other side of the bridge by his arms. Agreed.
3: And with all the best will in the world, it's recommended that the person who does the bridge hop is light and nimble as opposed to heavy.
2: I was looking up how to build a punt yesterday, and I found an article from the 1919 Yachting Monthly. <laughs> um, it was very entertaining, with lots of words that I've never heard of, like thwart board, and that was the main one that stuck in my mind. <laughs> this guy, he, he put a sail on it, though. It was quite a long punt, he put a sail on it, and he said he had some, some lovely times punting up and down the Chateau Arab, but... Uh,
3: Yes, yeah, so try that, look up that if you do. Well, so it's button. hardly a punt if it's got a, it's a sailing boat. Well, it? it's still a punt because it's a certain type of skiff, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm. Punt. Mike is our resident sailing expert. What is a
2: skiff, Mike? A skiff is a flat bottom boat designed for shallow water and going fast.
3: A really important tip about Oxford punting is that with a little know how, you can find that the best and most secluded bits of the river. Most of the punt traffic is around Magdalen Bridge and Christchurch Meadow, and these are very pretty. But. If you go in the opposite direction, you'll find river stretches that are just as nice and a lot more tranquil. From Magdalen Bridge, try ignoring the direction that most of the sheep are going, and head north. There are three tributaries you can take. The right-hand one, behind the back of St. Clements, is eventually blocked off by a pipe, so don't go there. <laughs> try the other two, Great. <laughs> right past Angeline Greyhound Meadow or Magdalen College. The river around here is usually deserted after an initial busy stretch. The left-hand tributary will take you to beautiful Hollywell Water Mill, which is now part of Magdalen College. <laughs> you'll eventually get to Parsons Pleasure, the spot in University Parks originally reserved for Oxford professors to bathe naked. No longer. There's a bit of waterfall here, so you'll need to be prepared to take the punt over some rollers. Carry on beyond that, past the University Parks, the charbot Boathouse, and eventually out into proper countryside. It's worth stopping off at the Vicky Arms in Marston, Whose lawn slopes down to meet the bank of the river for a restorative pint? Watch out
0: for the geese. That's very poetic, day it? It's <laughs> it's it's really worth going though. It's worth mm. saying poetically.
2: Uh, I heard the other day about the punt wars of the mid-noughties, which terrible time for punting in Oxford. Really? Go well, on. apparently uh, the Maulean Bridge Boat House and the Chilwell Boat House were at war over punting territory, and the young kids that staffed them went and sunk each other's punts. Unbelievable! But. Uh, what do you mean as by soon territory as the ceasefire has been called? Oh goodness. Well, traditionally the rollers separate the two boat houses and a lengthy stretch of the Cherwell. but on a long sojourn you may enter into another one's water and piratical activities are entirely condoned.
3: It's Basically gang warfare, <laughs> Oxford style. So with the pump wars of Oxford now settled down, we highly encourage you to go out and make merry on the river. You can listen to Katie's full interview on the Oxcast Extra, which you can find on our website.
0: On to a couple of exciting festivals now, and this weekend in Braziers Park Supernormal Festival is happening again. It's a really unique festival that's um, probably experimental in its act and ethos, and it's quite small by design, uh, to with them. They value the currency of ideas and imagination Rather than commercialism and profit um, So they keep it small um, Tickets are limited to 1,500 people And Braziers Park is a beautiful site uh, Eco-friendly in almost every way chip toilets Exactly And outdoor showers I don't know if that means it's just a waterfall
2: They're um, wood-fired showers uh, No they're what? not They're solar
0: f- wood-fired and solar-fired Sort of heated Wood- Heated. eco elysium. Yeah, Is Braziers Park, and on the bill, it's amazing and quite democratically without headliners, um, and there's a and there's a whole host of acts, almost none of which I'd heard of. Yeah, the festival managed to make me feel like it's just my ignorance that that they meant I didn't know. Like who, you have know, a currency
2: of commercialism rather than ideas and inspiration.
0: I think so. I think <laughs> I'm in for all to the man. Anyway, so amongst performers, we have a beautiful array of subgenres. So, you can relive your uh, Swedish journeys with Flowers Must Die here, Swedish psych-rock extravaganza. Um, the names get even better. Um, or Charles Hayward, as actually quite an accomplished experimental drummer and vocalist. Um, he used to be part of this heat. Or how about some improv electronic um radiophonic workshop reminiscent sounds from Tomega? Maybe you'll need to feel slightly more musically grounded after all that. Um maybe heather lee's primal weird country from her psychedelic homeland of texas can help so yeah my favorite band name is casual nun <laughs> um casual nun who is that a dress code or is that just a, an approached to the nunnery i'm not sure um purveyors of blurry noise rock sat quite well in my ears and for something completely different, for the Open Music Archive. who have actually been commissioned to make an audio work for Kaleidoscope at Modern Art Oxford this year. Um, it's all based on out of copyright audio material and artistic collaborations based on old uh, vinyls and stuff that have gone out of copyright. Um, for some slightly more interactive elements, um, so there's a few a few spins on some quite traditional activities. So Bowie versus Prince karaoke. You've got you've got two choices really. You've Bowie um, and Prince. Exactly, have you heard this before? <laughs> uh, which is presented by uh, Fake Bowie and Fake Prince um, Surreal Skin Decorator which is uh, face paint but not as we knew it I've I've seen some of Surreal Skin Decorator's work and it's mostly like reproducing album covers to a very fine degree on people's faces
3: I Think about how elaborate some album covers are like, Yeah Sgt Pepper's on your face
0: Okay, that would take years, yeah. my goodness I've, I've seen like Grizzly bear, Joy Division's "Unknown Pleasures" is very, the very one. detailed. I guess over your nose that would look even weirder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you can you can have album album cover of your choice, emblazoned on your face. Um, animal mask making that's for kids, but it can also take a bit of a wicker man-esque turn if you so desire. <laughs> uh, more on that later. And a cyanotype workshop. Um, that's making blueprints, really. So kind of the design profile of the festival this year is all in cyanotype. So, what exactly is a blueprint? I'm missing something. Cyanotype is, you know, the kind of finely drawn white on blue diagrammatic stuff for decorative purposes rather than like architectural purposes. Also for some next level interactivity, um, they're crowdsourcing lecturers. So if you want to get involved in Speak Your Brains, which is their lecture programme on pretty much anything you're an expert on, I think we'd be great candidates.
3: So how does it work? People nominate themselves... To oh, yeah. deliver a lecture on a topic they know something about. Yeah. So it's democratising lecture delivery. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, that, that sounds good in theory. I, you, the kind of person though you might get is likely to be a pub bore. To Get some
0: people with really niche knowledge of unusual topics. Exactly. You could learn a lot. So unfortunately, in the course of making this podcast, um, Supernormal are right down to the wire on tickets. Um, they've got tickets available for Sunday still. But yeah, when I looked them up this morning, weekend tickets were available. And now, not so much So if you plan to join them this Sunday Then it's a good idea to buy your ticket Now, they won't last long That's super normal and, and it seems that Friday and Saturday don't have day tickets Sunday tickets are a steal at £35
2: For a different kind of vibe Wilderness Festival is also happening this weekend At Cornbury Park And they still do have tickets left So perhaps if you're looking for something to do at the last minute That's the one to choose If you don't know about Wilderness It's more of a lifestyle type festival than anything else um Cumberland Park is a lovely place. There are lakes and a waterfall and places to swim and boating and wilderness, you might say. You might say wilderness. <laughs> the festival describe themselves as wilderness being the alternative to busyness and getting yourself out of the office kind of thing. Um but yeah, so there's lots of good music going on to start with. Uh Robert Plant is coming, Flaming Lips, Power of Stella, Leanne Le Havas. Um, they're the headliners But there's loads and loads of really niche Cool stuff So Nubian Twister going And they're a cool Kind of uh, afro jazz thing From Leeds and London um, RSVP Bangra Who are a Bangra band uh, There's loads and loads of jazz too As well as other things Ronnie Scott's have their own zone And um, they're putting on a night of W3 Which is their Funk and Soul night um, the Wilderness Orchestra Which is Wilderness's own thing They're presenting a Bowie tribute Which will be really cool With the Wilderness Choir It's 500 strong um, Introducing Live or A cool band that's going They endeavour to replicate Dance music and sample based music live So this time they're doing Daft Punk's Discovery In its entirety Oh goodness Set to the film Interstellar 5555 Which is the film that goes with the album
3: with the, the one with the blue people Yes. The blue people who the become sort of new age smurfs um, Loads of brass going Of
2: course um, An odd concentration of brass bands going mm. um, So there's Hackney Collier Band Who you may know they're pretty big uh, BYOB, bring your own brass uh, The Brass Funkies Which are originally a Cambridge based band But again, getting quite big now Pans. Mm. Um, The Temple Funk yeah. Collective Who are a little band that you might have heard of Wonderful um, and there's also The Great British Brass Off Which is uh, On Friday afternoon To keep the festival off Brass Funkies and BYOB Will be having A big contest um, What else? Um, are, you, are you playing in any of these? Uh, Temple Fun Collective Is playing on Friday night At 10 to 12 On the Carousel um, But there's also Loads of other stuff There There's loads of good talks uh, Including the one and only charlotte church the- oh yes not singing this time in her pop dungeon oh. uh simon reeve who's the uh, oceanographer that kind of thing uh one of the really fun things is sunday papers live which Really epitomizes the middle classness of the festival. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, they are uh, on Sunday, they will be reciting the Sunday papers in a series of talks and performances by knowledgeable people. Uh, there's also loads of theatre going on. Oxford Shakespeare Company are doing Love's Labour Lost, which is on at Wadham at the moment. They're doing that at the festival. Reviews on our side. Justice in Motion, who Michael interviewed last week. They are also doing some physical theatre. Old Vic New Voices are going to be there. Um, if you don't know who they are, they're a cool project, you know, an outreach project from the Old Vic in London. Uh, there are loads of workshops, too. It's really, really, just tons of stuff going on. Uh, there's boating, a fire ceremony, the annual wilderness cricket match. Uh, a boat race, hunter-gathering sessions, including extensive cray fishing. Uh, there's a tree-climbing one that caught my eye. Ooh, Lovely and there's also loads of food so loads of chefs coming along doing big long table banquets mm. having food stores including Raymond Blanc The. so there is literally something for everyone uh, BS Wilderness still has tickets for the weekend and for individual days uh, for general camping glamping
0: super camping campervanning, or never sleeping never sleeping that's another option because there's that much going on next we're on to music by Michael I guess if you need to get your fix of music but can't tear yourself away from the middle of town, there is, as ever, loads going on during the week, um, including a great variety of club nights and folk sessions. A couple of things I've chosen. Unfortunately, these are simultaneous events, so you're going to have to choose. It's the O2 Academy versus Modern Art Oxford. Who will win? Um, at the O2 on Friday at seven, we've got a huge lineup of acts from Oxfordshire run by it's all about the music. So, great opportunity to find out what's new locally from acts you may not have heard of. So, for example, Club Soda, with their effects-heavy 80s-esque classicism and beautifully pixelated videos, I have to say. Meditative pastoral rock from Canadia. Listen out for their song Into the Flames. It's really nice. And Dear Hero, who signed for all the world like the cure. And Idiot King have sorted out the programme at Modern Art Oxford, this is at 730 on the same night. We have something a little bit more mathematical. We have Delta Sleep bringing their math rock or post-rock gloriousness. Um, again, we'll go, we'll go with some of the titles here, which may let you know what you're in for. My favourites are Spy Dolphin and Daniel Craig David. <laughs> Daniel Craig, you'll have to listen to find out. You'll have to listen to find out. Who Daniel Craig David is. <laughs> um, I think they probably used an online band name generator. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're followed on the bill by Bearded Youth Quest. I've had some excellent name Great names over the course being, of this podcast. Being both bearded and youthful, I thought you'd love that one. Um, Brightonian uh, Luminous Noise Strumentals. I seem to have written, I seem to have made the new word Noise noise rock instrumentals for the benefit of our listeners I'm going to read you everything that Michael has written down here yeah. it says bearded
3: youth quest brightonian luminous noise instrumentals banana flip-flop Bjork scratchings some of their
0: song titles are <laughs> banana flip-flop <laughs> and Bjork scratchings
2: Bjork scratchings my favourite that's <laughs> yeah, that okay
0: so good. <laughs> I hope you would like that um,
3: it speaks for itself really um, she could do a pub food spin-off Bjork pies uh, pulled Bjork did you know Three in every one million Icelandic people are Bjork You
0: <laughs> didn't actually, that's a new statistic on me. Please continue to think of puns. Uh, well, I finished off Bill, which is rounded out by the wonderful orchards you I'd never heard of, but listen out. Other, additional Brightonians for the evening. A bit of math pop, still with the geometric theme going on there. I think it's slightly more jagged and crunchy churches or cheverches um, mm. as I don't know how to pronounce them So the gig at Modern Art Oxford is on this Friday at 7.30 Tickets are £7 advance, £9 on the door And the local lineup at the OT Academy is at 7 on Friday And tickets are £8 Go to one of those The Olympics start this week? No Hooray! Hooray
2: And it's very exciting We were trying to find out where you can watch the Olympics In a genial, drinky type setting The only one we can think of is St. Old Tavern, although local pubs might well be showing it, so go and check them out. That's worth doing. But St. Old for sure. The opening ceremony is a really weird time. It's at midnight on Friday because of the time difference Mm. and finishes at four o'clock in the morning. And it probably won't have Mr. Bean in it this time either. It probably won't have Mr. Bean, although we can't rule that out. Uh, we're sort of looking into Oxford Olympians at the moment So there are quite a lot of alumni from Oxford University who are going uh, an awful lot of rows So many rows But there are also a few that are from the town So there's Hannah England who's in the 1500 metres and she's been an Olympian for a while She's very, very good check her out. Uh, There's also Kitty King from Whitney, who's in equestrian eventing, who is very good worldwide as an eventer, so she should perform well in the Olympics. Uh, And Katie Greaves and Frances Houghton, who are both rowers in the women's eight, which is coxed by Zoe de Toledo, who coxed the winning Oxford Blues a couple of years ago, two or three years ago.
3: Are any of those medal hopefuls?
2: They're all medal hopefuls, Dave. (laughs) Uh, it's difficult to say um, Britain are good at rowing So they could perform really well and It's a very strong team yeah. It's uh, missing out Catherine Granger I think But it's just be good Hannah England Is always a hopeful Katie, Kitty King I haven't heard of But I don't really follow Eventing So could well
3: perform So long as Oxford Is ahead in the medal table of Like some middle sized Countries I think we'll all be satisfied <laughs> yeah, That'll be very good Cinema next Starting with a variety Of places That you can watch films Not in a cinema We were going to start with the Picturehouse pop-up season, which is doing outdoor screenings on the Ashmolean roof. Brief Encounter this Friday, Grand Budapest Hotel on Saturday, and Jaws on Sunday. Unfortunately, just before the making of this podcast, we found that all the tickets are now sold out. But well done if you've got one. And if not, hopefully this will remind you to get involved next year. Alternatively, as opposed to Cinema Under the Stars, you could go to some Cinema Under the Stairs at the Cellars Monthly Underground Film Club. This Monday, the 8th of August... They are putting on This Is Spinal Tap, the original mockumentary. It's the story of a group of hapless, egocentric British rockers who go on tour in the US to small crowds, technical malfunctions and bad album covers. It's a testament to the quality of the jokes that the film is still funny. 30 years later, and long after the kind of big-haired and big-egoed heavy metal that they parodied has fallen out of favour. Did you know that all of the three leads are American? their English accents are impeccable but they're all American um, yeah. and this is confused by the fact that the main lead Christopher Guest is American but he is the American born son of an English peer and his full title is the fifth baron Christopher Hayden Guest I
0: did not know that you yeah. have at least two Simpsons cast members in oh there. of course yeah in yeah there.
3: and does, um, the other one
0: does Mr Burns yeah right? Mr Burns uh, Smithers everyone
3: anyway Spinal Tap is playing at the cellar where better to play it on Monday the 8th of August from 730 the film itself starts at 8.30, tickets are £4 and popcorn will be served.
0: Continuing the cinema section, but bringing it into cinemas, perversely enough, a couple of big mainstream releases this week, including Suicide Squad, so expect uh, the audience and View to be kind of jam-packed, especially at a minute past midnight on Friday. But going to focus on a few things you may never have seen on a big screen before. So furthest into the future, next Wednesday the 10th at the Phoenix, um, The Wicker Man is showing. So firstly, just to be clear, it's not the remake with Nicolas Cage looking aghast.
2: in bees!
0: Very loud. <laughs> and being Nicolas Cage. Uh, this is the original and uh, not only that, is the director's cut, uh, the one which director Robin Hardy described as fulfilling his original vision rather than the slightly edited Version that was released in cinemas, and indeed played on TV in the 90s because everyone was confused as to what the the text actually was. So yeah, got back to our animal masks from earlier on. Film's a lot weirder. Hang on, has anyone seen the bigger band? Yeah. Okay.
3: Unfortunately not. Well, I have seen um, the new Radiohead video for their single Burn the Witch which is based on the Man, done with claymation figures.
0: It's properly weird, properly psychedelic and in places rather beautiful, if you want to see Christopher Lee at his
1: wildest,
0: with the wildest hair imaginable. Also at the Phoenix this Sunday afternoon at one, uh, Some Like It Hot is playing, um, in which Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon witness a mafia hit and uh, have to escape on a train, disguised as always happens, as members of an all-female jazz band. Um, just in case you're thinking of impersonating members of, a, of, of brass bands to get into festivals and stuff, I don't think that works. That's not a legitimate way to, to, to Marilyn get into Monroe things. will always catch you out. She will. Um, yes, one of Marilyn Monroe's finest screen roles in Some Like It Hot. Also on Sunday and playing on Monday as well at the Ultimate Picture Palace just down the road from Daily Info is Mon Oncle. I'm um, Monsieur Hulot one? Mm-hmm. The UK had Chaplin The US had Harold Lloyd But France had the wonderful Jacques Tati Who brought his character Monsieur Hulot to life in six major features Not many But it's an absolute treat um, This one's from 1958 um, And newly in colour It's kind of Monsieur Hulot Versus the mechanised world So geometric architecture Plays a big part and these fun automated labour-saving devices from the from the late 50s that they thought were going to revolutionise domestic life. Um, then look the wonderfully future retro now.
2: It's also a lot to do with class, how cl- different classes are perceived and how social mobility is subverted by mm. ineptitude.
0: <laughs> yeah, and even in the ineptitude, there's a wonderful like choreographed grace to how people interact and. Tutti's physical comedy um, yeah it's great how you can get that across being a near silent film like it's, near, it's not really any dialogue going on just a few lines here and there but absolutely beautiful, wonderful way to spend the latter half of your Sunday afternoon that's Sunday at 3.45 and then again on Monday at 6.30 at the UPP comes with our cinematic seal of approval
2: as always full event listings are constantly and perpetually available on the Daily Info
0: website dailyinfo.co.uk But you can follow us on social media. Let us know what you think of Oxford's event. Give us a heads up about anything that's happening and be kept entirely up to date with Oxford life.
3: And subscribe to this podcast on (laughs) dailyinfo.co.uk forward slash oxcast.